Hey there, I have a question for you. It's super simple. I just want to know if you have built your sales funnel yet. And if you haven't, I don't want you to risk making a big mistake and not doing it. It's really critical work that every one of us should do every month. I do it for my business. I'm going to bring you behind the scenes of a very successful six-figure store. This is a store that supports the owner's entire family. You'll meet her, Renee Harris, and she's going to share with you that actually after the past two years, her sales have been down. And so when we released this training in the Inner Circle in January, she actually did it, even though she's successful, even though she's experienced, and her results have been amazing. Five months after starting this training, her sales are back up and more. She's actually up 28% this year, and she has a lot to share with you about how easy this is and how it's going to help you. So I want you to come listen, grab a pen. I'll see you on the inside. Welcome to the e-commerce roadmap, the podcast for store owners who are growing their sales without spending a fortune on ads. Each week, you'll learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So buckle up and join your host, Susan Bradley, as we dive into the work that will grow your sales this year. So I am back with one of our old, not old as in her person, but almost, I would say, original uh, Inner Circle members, Renee Harris, who is the owner of Hard Lotion. And she has so generously, I volunteered her, but she agreed <laughs> to share some of her business's progress with the real numbers. And we're talking really today about the her sales funnel. And so Renee, welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad that you uh, shared what you shared in our inner circle group and that I got to see it and that you've agreed to come and share it here for everyone. Thank you. I'm so excited to talk to you and I'm probably am on the old side of <laughs> the H. Me too. <laughs> no, I just think, gosh, you, your name, like you've been around probably almost since the very beginning, if not since the very beginning. So thank you. And that says, that speaks a lot about the community and uh, how e-commerce has changed and the training that you still see value in it. So that's exciting. Too. Oh, absolutely. And you're always adding. So I'm, I'm always learning. <laughs> oh, that's so good. So listen, can you just bring everybody up to speed a little bit about your business Really, what's worked well for you in the past? You have a nice, solid, profitable business that supports your family. Some of the challenges that you've uh, faced, and just let us know, like where you're at today as we start talking about your sales funnel. Yeah. Okay. So, interestingly enough, we started the business in a recession, and so it was not meant to be a business. It wasn't something that I thought I was going to make money off of. It was more of a hobby, but then. Um, and, and it was also something that fixed my own skin issues. So we call it hardlotion.com because it's actually a lotion bar. I actually brought to show you. It's an actual bar of lotion, three ingredients. You just absorb it into your skin and it fixes those cuts and splits in your skin. So I have nine kids. So that's a lot of diapers to change and hand washing going on. And my skin has always been really dry. So I had that problem. I was also um, staying home with my kids. My husband worked uh, in the tech field 
And um, I had the problem with my skin. I made a lot of products from, not products, but I would do a lot of just cooking and so on from home. So making something with a recipe came easy to me. And my mom was the one that said, hey, I tried this unique thing at a, at a farmer's market. You should try it. So anyway, long story short, I, I Googled it, found a recipe, tried it, thought this is actually fixing my skin. This is amazing. And then a few months later, a local farmer's market opened up nearby and my oldest was 12 at the time. And uh, I didn't have nine kids at that time, but I decided this would be kind of fun to sell at a farmer's market. So we, I took my, uh, my two, actually he was 10 and then I had an eight-year-old son also. I took the two of them to the farmer's market. We sold our product and I had to figure everything out from scratch. Back then it was, you go to the library, you check out books on, and Seth Godin had a bunch of stuff out. So it's pretty much, that was our training on how to start. That was not my background. I was a high school public school teacher in the past. So it wasn't, I didn't have a business background at all. Um, and I didn't think that's what I would be doing. So anyway, fast forward, we saw it kind of take off a little bit at the farmer's market. We weren't making tons of money, but it was perfect just to learn how customers interact. Um, I'm more of an introvert, so I did not expect to enjoy the farmer's market experience as much as I did, but I loved it. And I love talking to people. And then my boys enjoyed it too. So a few months later, uh, this is as things are starting to happen with jobs and my husband's job situation. He had been in the same tech company for 10 years. Handwriting was on the wall that maybe we need to kind of have a little bit of extra income coming in every month. So we did more farmer's markets and we took it online. Back then, mom bloggers were huge. And uh, that's how we advertised was just through affiliates with the mom bloggers. So 2009 is where I figured that we started the business. And a few months into that, we just started to um, grow. We usually, most of it was through the mom bloggers. And then 2010, my husband got laid off. I was pregnant with number eight. We had to decide what are we going to do? We have to decide, are we going to go all in on the lotion business or do we need to move to a bigger city? Because we're out in rural uh, Northern California where it's, it's it, you'd have to move anyway to a bigger city. We love where we live. So we decided we we're going to put it all in and try to get this business to take off. So that is what we did. And um, that's that's the background of the business. So Initially, that when I look at the funnel, that audience, the traffic, that was from the mom bloggers were doing yeah. the work for us. All and so, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've been in the inner circle since 2017. You've had a, you had a successful business when you came to us. You have a more successful business now. And so when we came out with this training in January, for the first time ever, don't ask me why it took me so long. I, I, we don't know. <laughs> What made you go, oh, I should do that? Because what I see from everything that you shared in the group is like, you not only just did it and said, okay, I did that. You are owning it and you're doing it every month and big thing, big changes have happened in your business. So what made you do that? Well, over the years, the traffic part has been, or the audience, I guess the reach has been the hardest part because you rely on other people to speak about your product. You have to form these relationships with uh, these bloggers. A lot of uh, over time, I mean, that was back then, it was very easy. And then over time, some of them dropped off. Um, They were successful in the beginning and then not so much. And then you have to establish new relationships with new bloggers. And so I think it was because I spent I figured that was that's all I needed to do. And that was it. I didn't do Facebook. I didn't do anything else except that. And I thankfully I knew at the time that 
having an email list was super important. So somewhere along the way, I knew that that was very important. And I think that was the other part that really helped us to maintain our customers and communicate with them all the time. And so I, I think over time, we felt like we need to get new traffic in. What was hard was that mentality shift of having to, well, you either have to pay with time or money and which one are you going to do? You know, so I had to figure out like, well, I, I have lots of blog posts out there. Uh, I have to, I could learn, you know, SEO, which you've got the courses and stuff on in there for that. And, um, but 2020 was great because people were buying online. That was a really good year for us. Mm-hmm. But 2021 and 2022, it just started to take this big dip to the point where I was just constantly stressing about, we need more people in. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was constantly just trying to sell new things to my own mm-hmm. customers coming up with um, more products, more bundles, more uh, bundles of things. I thought, oh, I mean, I did so many things. Last last year, the year before, um, I did a lot of webinars where I would get professionals in the skincare world come on and talk to me on a Zoom call. It's all free. We just did this as a service to our customers. And then I figured, well, this is great content. I can turn those into blog posts later. We'll, we'll optimize it later. Later always becomes later. <laughs> so <laughs> You forget what you ate, why you even did it. <laughs> and yeah, so that I thought I could, I could, these, these bloggers are able to sell digital courses. I can create digital courses and that'll be a supplement. I sold recipe books. I just like all these things, but it was always to the same people. And that was my frustration because I had every Christmas was a huge stress because I thought I have to come up with a new thing that's going to wow everybody. And it was just always, I just feel like you're performing all the time for the same people. Exactly. So yeah, with this though, uh, finally getting my head around. And I think that was the wonderful thing about the funnel was you can tell where you are, where your numbers are good and where you need to work on. And I actually, I think you had that already because you had, you didn't you have a quiz when you first come in. So I think you had that, but the way you have it now is makes like for me anyway, it just, well, it makes it easy to like, okay, I get it now. I, I go straight into that. Maybe it's because it's just so accessible because you see everything on one piece of paper. Yes. Once you fin- find your numbers, I think that's what helped a lot. Like, okay, I can go find those numbers and then it's all on a piece of paper. I can, I mean, I copied the funnel <laughs> paper so many times and then it would just, just filling that in. Then you realize, okay, this month and it's consistent. My bottom of the funnel is super strong. I've learned that over the years, but it was the top that was missing. So now it's exciting because I know there's a goal there and I know what I need to try to do to reach it. And then it's just working on that. And then seeing the numbers and the sales coming in is amazing. Is And so just for anyone who has no clue what we're talking about, you probably hear people talking about the sales funnel all the time. And really, it's it's just a few stages. The top of the funnel is really wide and broad. And those people aren't ready to buy. But as you as you build that wide, broad audience and you actually get enough of those people interested to click and go visit your site, then your next job is to warm them up because most people don't buy the first time they come to your site. So you want to warm them up and get them to the point where they're ready to convert. And of course, Renee, your problem was not that bottom of the funnel. You're really good at warming people up and getting them to convert. Your problem was that you weren't talking to enough people. The new people, right. (laughs) I didn't have the new people coming in. Yeah. And so you were able to see that in black and white, instead of just kind of knowing it in your mind, you saw it in black and white, and then you were able to go find the work you needed to do to remedy that. Yep. 
And that's what I don't think we had uh, put together as well as we do. And I can't take credit for this. Like it was Kelly and Tina and I sitting together in a room where we're like, oh, and because of all the coaching everyone does now, they get to see where the common problems are. Yes. More than we could before. And I just want to take a minute uh, to explain to almost everyone that's listening is that is always our first response. What you did was completely normal. Well, if my sales are lagging, I have to go find something else to sell. I have to sell more by selling something else. And I think that's all of us. That's our first inclination. And that is just like the kiss of death. Yes. Oh, if I could redo this whole thing, I could, I could have gotten, I could have gotten there faster. Right. And and now I'm at the point listening to your podcast where um, the gal needs to take down products. And that was, I, I mean, I think I listened to that two or three times. Like, okay, that's where I'm at. I have to disappoint these people who have been so loyal to me to say, well, we're not carrying that anymore, Bye. but yeah, it's, I'm getting through it just fine. It's just that initial, like, yeah. uh, but I remember when I did that at WeSqueak, my sales went way up because for two reasons, I think one is that people will buy what you show them. And so it wasn't like they weren't going to buy because I took away something. But I think the other reason is it allowed me to invest my money in the stuff that was really selling. Yeah. So I wasn't, you know, when I had to bring a shipment over from China, I wasn't like, ooh, <laughs> how much money do I have? I was, I was able to like invest all my money in the stuff that I knew was going to sell. And that helped my sales. So I wasn't out of stock ever. And so, I think for the customer too, when, when they cut the website and they're not like overwhelmed with so many different choices and where do I start and how do I, it, I think that makes it a lot easier. And for me, my mind shift has been, okay, just think about the new people coming in. I need to make it easier for them. So that helps me to know that those new people don't know about those bazillion things that I had last year. So they just know I can really hone in on this product this week or this month. And then next month I can talk about a different product, but really spend some time with that one product instead of having to give them so many choices. For sure. So what uh, I'm not going to share that yet. I want to share the funnel for anyone who's watching this on a video. I want to just share the funnel diagram because you've been working on this since January, January. Mm-hmm. and it's June now. So that's a long time. July. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. You're right. <laughs> oh, I don't be really good if I could count. And, <laughs> but, um, but so you've done it like faithfully every month. And so I just want people who aren't, don't know what we're talking about. And if you're watching on video, I just want you all to see this is the funnel that we're talking about. And so if you are um, listening, we'll put a diagram of this in the show notes. And so every month, what we do is our members who are following this program will go get the size of their audience. And so you, I see you have it on your spreadsheet. How I do. Did- and I, and you see that it's in my audience call on, um, row is in red. It's it, that's what I need to work on. The rest are great, but it's the audience. Yeah. And so that's the good news is, I think, is that's the easiest, cheapest thing. The easiest, cheapest thing to build is your audience. The rest of it, traffic costs you more money, more of an investment is either time or money, exactly what you said. And the um, like to get conversion, that takes longer. Like it takes, it's harder to move the needle. You can move the needle, but you have to be consistent for a long time. So you've already been doing all those things. You just need to fill up the top, which is so darn good. 
So this is the um, this is what the funnel looks like. And what we have done, so what Renee knows is her audience needs more work because we've filled out this funnel that they look at every month with what's normal. And what what we're telling our members is that you know you need an audience of a hundred to two hundred thousand every month because one to two percent of them click to get the traffic you need to get the conversion you need to get one to two sales a day. And so this, I think, has been an eye-opener for more than just you, right? More people than just you have. And so what's really great is that I'm not going to show your the way you have managed this. And we're going to talk about your funnel because it's kind of amazing. And so do you want, well, I'm just looking for it. Do you want to start sharing? It's that green one you had. You had it, um, it was right next to the open one if you wanted to bring that back up again, unless you want me to open it up. Oh, I've got it. So, so tell everybody what your process is for filling this out. Okay. Well, I have to say what I did wrong because just in case anybody understands this, I thought I need to know more than just this. I need to know everything. <laughs> so my initial process, and to be honest, I didn't actually crunch it down to just this until I posted on Facebook, which is a few weeks ago. I had so much information because I felt like I just need more. I need to get really exact. So I was just getting down to just way too much nitty gritty stuff. And um, so what I, so now I, I have it, I put on my, this is my little Excel spreadsheet. So I tell myself, I realize I needed to do this. How do I find it? Because in case I'm using a different, like, you know, sometimes people could look at Google Analytics versus Shopify. So I had to tell my notes on how do I find it? So I, for the 30, and I don't, you know, maybe it's done differently by other people, but I will take that month plus 31 days. So if it's like February, I go February 1st plus, and then it might go all the way to March 2nd or whatever, just to make sure I keep that 31 days in there. Um, and then I put the, what the goal is from what is in the course and yeah. it's a hundred to 200,000. And then I just hit the next column is just my to-do. This is what I think I need to work on. And I have, I, you know, I just had a call with Kathy this morning. So we talked about some things. And so I added to my little to-do list to explore. And then I just punched in through the numbers for each month. And so for anyone who's watching in video, so you've just taken the final diagram and put it into an, an Excel sheet. And so this red area here is where your focus has been since the day you started this. Yeah. But that's mm-hmm. not what's really interesting about this call. So here's your audience and you are still well below what we would recommend for you to get one to two sales a day. But your traffic, which is the harder thing, is is actually quite good, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's, um, well, your traffic in June was 7,400 uh, web visitors, which is quite good, especially when you have a conversion rate of 5.75%, which is nobody has. And so you have obviously, that just shows the history of your business and all that juice you've built up over the years. And so I'm like, you need to congratulate yourself that you are really good at driving organic traffic and keeping people coming back to your site in ways that don't cost a lot of money. And this, I would say, is a lot of it is email, though. A lot. I do email a lot, and the traffic comes from my emails. Really good. That's that. That's the highest converting traffic, which kind of explains your conversion rate. And so your goal, unlike what so many other 
store owners might experience that are that aren't in your position. Your goal was to build your audience so that you could get more quality traffic. And you actually are working in the focused marketing area. You're actually working on reducing the percentage of sales you get from email. And that doesn't mean you want fewer sales from email, right? Right. And that was the, that was a, cause I remember you saying, you know, shoot for 30% shoot. And so I would say, well, I'm at 70%. That's awesome. But then no, it's not. <laughs> so I'm trying to get mine down. I'm in the opposite boat of like, okay, I once they're in, I can convert them, but I don't have enough new people. I'm just selling to the same people. So my 64% here. And, and when I go back, I'm looking and seeing 70%. Has been starting to go down, and so I just to even see a big jump from January to February, and that for us that has actually we have brought in a lot through Facebook ads, oh. um, but that's that's where we're getting our new people right now. That's okay. That's all right because um, because I don't think your ad spend is high compared to your sales, and you're obviously getting the right people because your conversion rate you would expect. So here's what usually happens: so somebody like you. Or me, when I learned this, is like, ooh, I'm good because look at all my sales that are coming from email. And what we fail to see is the opportunity. It just says, hey, I'm good at email. Email converts really well for me. I should go get more people (laughs) to convert an email. But that's not what we say. We say, oh, I should make something new and send it to them. So number one, there's that. But the other thing, and I'm losing my train of thought a little bit. The other thing I think that is so amazing is that you're a prime example of the fact that you are really good at email. And so, and I suspect you're good at generating leads. You mean converting as soon as they get to my site, like a pop-up? Yeah. Yeah. I just need to get that audience. It just doesn't reach out to the audience. But yeah, once I feel like once they get to the site, I can get them on board. Because your, your, uh, your percentage of sales by email is going down. But what's really interesting is your conversion rate is going up. I'm surprised by that. That is that seems like it would be backwards. You would think that new people would take longer. They do. To convert. And and I haven't seen that. It feels like the more and this, by the way, this would be consistent because if I look at last year where we didn't have the the audience and we weren't paying for traffic, uh it would be closer to that three point nine. I just always remember three percent which and, is really and that good. was always, yeah, which is really good already. But I, strangely enough, it's actually going higher with the new people coming in. And so that's, that says that you are really good at generating leads and getting, getting them to convert over email. Yeah. And your site, to get them to my site. That's, <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah. And yeah. The, yeah. And that's where I feel confident now uh, because those Facebook ads and, I, and Kathy is, you know, we work together probably every three weeks. I have a call with her to tighten those ads constantly. But the beauty of it is, is like, okay, I see these ads working. So the ROI is really good on that. This is, and that's where I felt, you know, I could just put more money in and, and see the results come out. So that's in the past. If I didn't see that, I'd be, ah, I can't do it. It's too scary. I completely knock it and and stop doing it and go back to just feeding my regular customers yeah. instead of getting new people in. Instead of getting the new hungry ones. <laughs> but what I normally see, so this isn't normal. I want everyone to know that. So what I normally see is we get to this point where our conversion rate is pretty good, but we're, we're stagnant because 
you know, attrition, we lose customers, even if they come back 10 times, they might not come back for the 11th. And so we're not gaining customers as fast as we're losing them. But when you go and pile on a whole bunch of new people, like you have done, what usually happens is your conversion rate drops. And so for yours to climb every month, pretty much, like pretty consistently climb, what that says to me is that everything else is working in your business and and you have a huge opportunity here. I do. And I want to hear your thoughts. I have a couple of ideas of why I think if, if you want me to I'd suggest to a couple of things. Yeah. Okay. Um, what, as far as how I've done some things differently is I have an actual landing page with my core product. And I remember that's what you get. You really emphasize in ads made easy is just stick with one product and then have all the pictures of that. Just have it really focus on the one. So I have a, a landing page that's specifically only, it's not a product page, really. It's it's actually a landing page. And I, I use Zipify pages for that, but it could be a collection page and you could still doctor it up and make it look really nice, but focus just on that one. And then hit that with the pain points and the sales copy and so on. So I had that first. And the more you scroll, there's my testimonials. I use the Judge Me app, which is amazing to awesome. put just that product because you could you could put all the Judge Me reviews in there. Or you could just choose that product review. Yeah. So that's perfect. If you have any, um, I over the years, I've also collected testimonial videos from people. So I have those in there. So it's just a lot of just building up the product. That's so awesome. if it's gotten to the point where I thought, man, if I could just only sell that one product, it would be such an easy business and I wouldn't have anything else with just that. Awesome. But then, and then Kathy was saying, okay, let's see if we can get your average order value higher on that page. So now I have actually three choices. So the one choice, it's like a $17 uh, product. And then the next one is a package. It's a 32. So it has two products together. Or if you really are sold on this and you want to just try it all, it's a $79 option. So there's those three options on there. So that's the one thing. Another one that I have done I don't do this for my paid ads because I'm afraid people are just going to go for this freebie. But for anyone who visits the site or they get through uh, a like an organic Google search or something, if they come to my page, there's a pop-up that gives them a free sample of the product and they just pay shipping. So that's really, I mean, people, if they're looking for something that's going to fix their dry skin and they see a pop-up and all you have to do is pay $6.50 for the shipping, that's a risk I'm going to take. So that gets them on my list. So that was really helpful too, rather than discounts or um, something else. They have a sample that they can get. and then. Um, I think it's just that. Can I just interrupt it. you? For yeah, a go ahead. When did you put that in place? Because that gets you the such a great quality lead. The the page itself, I had started, but without really paying money to the ads. I had that last year already, but we weren't really using it because I didn't have traffic going to yeah. it. And the same wasn't. And oh, the sample, we've been doing that for a while. And I've tested that out. So I've tested it versus, and then the people who come in through a paid ad, because I want that to convert and pay for the ad, I have a, a guide. And um, that is just like 10 things you can do now to start getting smoother skin if you have dry skin. And then there's just a bunch of ideas. And so they'll give the email for that. Um, so they get the guide. And then this on a second visit, they may come back because now they're on my email list. And if they haven't purchased yet, they might come back and read an article I wrote about something. And then they'll get the pop-up for the, the free sample. 
So the sample was one that I felt like really helped a lot and it's easy. And I made it as, as simple as I could on my end. I didn't want to do a lot of work. So it's just a sample. It doesn't have any packaging except that it comes into, you know, a little packaging thing, but it's, it doesn't include tins. It doesn't include all the extra work that goes behind making the product. That's actually more expensive than the ingredients. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's easy. Yeah. And it goes out first class. Like it's not expensive. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it usually costs me $4 to ship and we're charging a six fifty, So it easily covers the price. I love that because I think that's part of the reason you're converting that new traffic so well. Yeah. And then when they get on the list, it's, and I've learned that from you, just email them. (laughs) So that is definitely someone who gets on our list. will get emails. Yeah. Yeah. That is like, I hope that you all ran to get a pen and you're going to replay that little tutorial because that was really good. And basically what you're talking about when you say a landing page is you made a sales page for that item. So you gave them all the information they needed to make a decision. They didn't have to go anywhere else. You made it look beautiful. You gave them lots of social proof. Really good. So smart. You're so smart. See, all you needed. I find that with so many people that are in this business. Most of us are like pretty self-sufficient. We're smart. We're problem solvers. But sometimes all we need is like a little, a different set of eyes or a different yep. concept. And then we can take it. And and run with it. And so I'm so glad that you've done that because you're having an amazing year. Yeah, this year is just is such a relief because it is, it's a lot of work. And I'm I'm no different from anybody else knowing how much time you spend on it and money that goes into it. And you're trying to different things and some things yeah. work and some things do. I know I've been doing this for so long that I know that feeling. So now I feel like, oh, we're finally at that. Yeah. And being in a J month too, like our yeah. June and July has been amazing, which usually, in fact, I was looking over last year, I'm always comparing to the previous period of the previous year on Shopify yeah. and like, wow, we were like up 80% over last year of oh. June and July. It was horrible last year. Okay. So Oh, I feel like also, um, I know that, uh, thank you so much for sharing that, by the way. Um, I know that uh, you might sell the business one day and for you to be able to demonstrate this clear path of acquiring customers is going to make your business even more saleable and more valuable. So good for you. And we want to talk for a minute about your, uh, like your analysis of your current situation and kind of your short term and long term goals. I think that would be really nice for everyone to hear. Okay. What is Renee thing? Like what's her next step? Where's she headed with this? Well, I know in our business, Christmas time is always where. So even last year, as hard as it was, you know, the first, it felt like from January to July was a struggle. It was really tough. We had to, you know, we had some paid help that we had to just take back on for ourselves to do. And it was really, really hard. And thankfully at the end of the year, Christmas time picks up. That's where we make all of our sales. So usually around starting October, things start to really pick up. And I know this year is not going to be any different. So I feel like short-term, I, I want to continue having, like I, if I can, we have 14,000 on our email list now. If I can have 20,000 people on my email list by the fall, it would be amazing. And I, I'd like to see that happen already quickly so that I know what to do at Christmas because every single Christmas since 2009, I'm doing a song and dance and I'm trying to figure things out and I have to get product, new products, or I'm having the photographer shoot the products. I have to have everything and then landing pages and the automations. And it's just like so much work that if we had so many new people come in that I can just have a simple plan for Christmas, that would be amazing. So 
to get from, you know, that email list to grow even more between now and September, that would be definitely the short-term goal. Okay. And what about the long-term goal? How long-term are you asking? (laughs) Um, No, like a year from now. What does that look like? Oh, a year. Okay. A year from now, I want to see fewer products, um, the automation to be smoother. We have our kids, you know, a couple of my kids work in the business and they make money from that. And then that funds their stuff that they like to build up and do on their own. So um, how much can we outsource? What would we outsource? We've gone through that too in the years too, where we have like outsourced production and then we take it back in. And, you know, so it's just like, I want to be very smart about that. If we were to look longer term into selling the business. I want to make sure like all of our numbers are in place. I have a, I feel like I was just talking to somebody yesterday about how I feel like I have a house that I would like to sell someday and I would love to get it cleaned up now. And if, you know, like right now, that's like got blog posts. I've got, you know, things that are, I've got like, I would just post my newsletters from 2014 on a page. I think, why is that there? It's that says 2014, June, whatever. I don't need that there. So I have a lot in the background I need to clean up. And even website, I have my actual hardlotion.com is on WordPress. And then the store is on Shopify. So it doesn't, if some, oh, if I want to see, exactly. so there's just, things, yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. That sounds to me like a great long-term goal for sure. And I think what's going to allow you to do that is like some consistency in your marketing where you're not saying, okay, what do I have to do to get sales this month? And that that will really help. But I wanted to just challenge you a little bit. You know, you gave me so much information. So it was really fun for, for me to work out. And so first of all, I actually am not going to challenge you with your 20,000 emails. I think you're dead right that you need to, um, I, I think what I might do is get myself a little data and figure out what it's costing me to get a lead now, just from my marketing dollars. I could do, you could do that, but I think that you could very easily, and this is something you could work with who's already your coach, Kathy Hayhurst is I think you could do it with a quiz. I think you could get, we some- were just talking about that this morning. <laughs> Yeah. of leads and put them in an email flow with a quiz. And maybe one of the things is to, you know, offer them that sample. So I think that you could set aside some money, like invest a little bit of this money that you're generating into uh, here's my, here's my budget for 6,000 leads between now and October 31st or something like that. And she is so good. <laughs> at like, she'll watch it with you and, you know, you'll iterate and it, I think you'll do really well. And I don't think it has to be a fancy quiz. I think it be, can be like a three or four question quiz because actually you don't want all those people that aren't your people in that funnel. You mm-hmm. kind of are looking for one result, but here's the, the thing. I know you're increasing your audience slowly, but here's the thing that I want to, to just run by you. And it's really about customer acquisition because you function at a very high level. So I think that this is a good question for you. You know, if you were only had 500 web visitors a month, this isn't the conversation I would have with you, but because you have more traffic than, uh, than fits your audience and you have all this history and you convert so well, here's what I want you to figure out. And I would love you to go back through the months this year. And I don't want you to add junky more data on your on your sheet because that, that's not a good plan. 
but I want you to figure out how many new clients you've you've gotten into your business every month this year. And then I want you to take your marketing spend and I want you to divide your marketing spend by the number of new clients. And I want you to say, that's my acquisition cost. Is it, is it $12? Is it $27? What is the cost of getting a new customer? Because that I think is ultimately the goal that yes, your goal is to build your audience, but uh, you know, you can slap a couple of videos out there, like some of your testimonial videos and put some money on those and you could build your audience really quickly, which is what most people should do. But because you're, you're a little further down the line, you're, it's kind of weird that you have this little audience actually. So <laughs> <laughs> let's pretend that it's, it's part of the goal. But the other thing I think you should focus on is what is it costing me to get a customer? And how many, like, am I, I, I need to keep my eye on that number. I want to acquire, set myself a goal, how many new customers I want. And that's going to be directly related to this lead generation goal. Okay. Um, and so how many new customers do I want every month? I think you could easily track that and be motivated by that and track what it costs you and make some really good decisions based on that. And so I'm going to, um, I'm just going to challenge you to set a goal on acquiring new customers and work backwards because what is your returning customer rate? I'm sure it's like 50, 60. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way too high again. Yeah. Right? It's still 60. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually 60 in the beginning. Now it's, it's starting to even out to be yeah, 50, 50, 50, but, but you already know that say it's, say it's 50 now, which is still too high. It means you're not filling the funnel enough, but, but, but what it does say to you is out of every hundred people who buy from you this month, you can pretty much count on 50 of them buying again. Mm-hmm. Even if your acquisition is expensive, which I don't think it will be, but even if it is, what you know is you've got a great lifetime value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, would you say that Facebook would be the best place to bring them in as far as that goes? I don't I don't have the answer to that. So I'd just be making it up. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook is is absolutely the easiest to build your audience, Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or any of those things. But, but, you know, it's probably marginal, the difference between Facebook and Google or, you know, whatever. I'd say Facebook's probably cheaper. And because you're working with Kathy and you're so focused on this, I don't think, I think my, you know, Stu McLaren, who's mastermind I'm in, I've heard him say a couple of times, don't trip over do- uh trip over pennies to get to dollars. And so mm-hmm. okay. cares really like is the gain on that. If you can find a, a customer, acquire a customer for, you know, 30 cents cheaper, probably yeah. not yeah. life. It's more about the focus and the doing. And you, we already know you're really good at that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you shared so much. It was really fun for well, me. I feel like I learned so much from you guys over but, the years. So this is just bitten back what you've taught me. <laughs> you. So let's let's wrap this up so you know what to focus on. But you had there's one little tip you had that I think is kind of genius about Bonjouro. And I would love it if you would share that with yes. who's listening that someone taught me that she used it in her business and I happen to be on the receiving end of it. So Bonjour is B-O-N-J-O-R-O. 
And it's a great little software that it integrates with Shopify. So the way I have it set up is that I can go into the dashboard. I have it divided into two tracks. My new customers, well, customers come into two tracks. One is all my new customers. And then one is, is my returning customers. I can take any data that I want to on that customer and have it in front of me. And, and then I'll tell you in a minute what you do with that information, but um, it's going to, I could tell if that person came from Facebook, I can tell what they purchased. I know if they're, they've ordered once or they've ordered 15 times. I know if, you know, all of this information is in this little app. So it's all they're using your camera on your desktop. You can turn the camera on and give them a thank you video as simple as that. And there's different ways they can teach you to do it. So ours in the beginning, I, when we were, when sales were really low every day, I think, okay, what could I do today? I could at least thank my new customers um, or welcome them in because it's that first touch experience where like I would get, I would get a response back. Like, I can't believe you did a video just from me. I didn't realize you were just talking to me. I thought that was just, you know, to everybody, because sometimes I know people think that, uh, so I would have a sign with their name high so that they make sure to go open it and watch it. So they, in their inbox, it'll say, I have a video for you. Uh, and if it's a new customer, I want to tell about, tell you about the product that you're using. So if it's something that I want to explain to them and the beauty of having so many people buy only one product from me at this time, all my new customers, yeah. I actually do have, I do have a pre-recorded video I uploaded, but I do make it look like it's like, hi, just want to tell you that your, you know, your package is on its way, but here's what it is and here's how to use it. And I break it out, show them how to use it. And then for my new people, another tip, if anyone has not done this yet, we have a refer a friend. I'm not even sure the name of the app. I'll have to look it up. Uh, refer a friend program so that you can reward your customers uh, with a coupon code for them to use if the person that they referred comes back through their link to buy and they get a discount too. So I think I have it set up where a new customer gets 15 or 20% off their first purchase and the old customer who referred them gets $10 off there. I make it generous enough to actually make them because for me, I thought, you know, $10 would get me to move, but $5 probably wouldn't, you know, so it depends on the products and so on. But that has starting to get new people in too. And it helps because they're already being referred. So I tell the people who are uh, repeat customers in this Bonjoro, I have a pre-recorded app. I mean, a video in this case saying uh, we have a refer a friend program, just in case you didn't know about it. And this is how it works. And I hope you take advantage or whatever. And in the meantime, if you have any problems with your, your shipment or practice, you know, just reach out and let me know. So it's that personal, oh my goodness, I'm hearing from the founder uh, video that comes in and then they're more likely to open a, another email from you. So then they're not going to promotions and stuff like that. And there once more is why your conversion rate is over 5% mm-hmm. because the referral is already sold. They just want yeah. to know where to put, where's the buy button. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's almost like you have to make that, you have to make friends with them on that first yeah. opportunity and connect with them right away. And uh, then you know that they'll come back or they'll, they'll be surprised that you over delivered. And that's, you know, even on the, if, if something I'm shipping comes in a, is going to go out in a cardboard box, I'll just say, thank you. You know, it's usually my son that does the shipping, but if it's me, I'll say, thank you. So-and-so just putting their name. Thanks, Susan. And they open it and they see their name right there. You know, yeah. one of our members, uh, her name's Kara and she has a coffee subscription. I've been subscribing for, I don't know, maybe a year. I'm not even sure like coffee beans. And, um, she puts two little rolls of candy 
in in each one and says thank you, Susan, on the I'm sure it's not her, but you know, whatever. Yeah, it's so easy. And yeah, it's just very personal. And it's like one of those things that makes you realize that you're not buying from a great big company. Yeah. And so uh, all of those things, like uh, no wonder your conversion rate is so high. That is a really good. Thank you for that tip. I had no idea. I've used Bonjour myself for the social sales girls, but I had no idea it had such a deep integration with Shopify. Yes. I don't know if that's new or not, but I, I love it because it will tell me if it's a coupon person too. So I, if they use a coupon, I know how they came to me also, but yeah. And they, if you pay for their, um, the next level up, you can do what's called a roll-up. So you can just, so I'll take, you know, 15 people at a time and then send it one video out to the same people. But yeah. there are, since they come in on different tracks and I know, you know, if they're new or returning. Yeah. And it allows you to tailor your message to them. Mm-hmm. Really good. Thank you so much. Where can people find you? Where can people see you? Well, yeah, we're on um, Instagram and Facebook. It's at Hard Lotion. So that's probably the easiest way or hardlotion.com, which again goes to the WordPress site and then you go to the store from there. <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> Another problem I'll figure out. <laughs> Oh, now you also, I know you have some big plans for the future. And so, so let's, do you, do you want to share what your big plans are? You've got a great story. Well, I, I feel like to encourage the moms, you know, I know trying to raise kids and run a business and the guilt and all of the stuff is always there. And I think because we're sort of forced into this, it wasn't something we had planned on um, as far as the business goes. And we were, you know, kind of doing our career thing. And then all of a sudden you have kids and then you realize everybody's on board. You know, if that means that no one's signing up for soccer this year, it's because you're going to help in the business. But what the one thing that we have learned over the years and our oldest was pretty much 12 when we really figured this out is that each of the kids has a different kind of interest and skill set and passion. And you can hone in on that and bring them into your business. It's, it takes a little bit of work of obviously, but in the beginning, I couldn't afford to take product shots, but I had a 12-year-old with a really good camera and he was into that. And so he would do our product shots for us. He's now, uh, he's our oldest. He's a drone operator making really good money, but he went from photography, having an opportunity. And we would just, in the beginning, we pay them with computer time, you know, video games or whatever. <laughs> it could be a bag of chips. It doesn't have to be a lot of money. Once they get older and they're on to you, it's like, please, no. <laughs> please help your old mom out. And I need your, I've got a coder. I have an illustrator. Each one of our kids has developed a talent. And so this is like at the point that we decide to either pass on our business or sell it, then my husband and I would love to be coaches on teaching parents how to do this. So we have a parenttheirpassion.com is our kind of our side hustle that we <laughs> try to get to have time to do sometime. Yeah. And that is to um, coach parents on how to discover and develop those talents that your kids have. And whether they may not be entrepreneurial and that's totally fine, but I bet you it will get them into the school university of their choice if they have started early at age 12 and they become an amazing fill in the blank. And now they're going to try to get into the college they want to. They already have that going for them. We'll put your link on the show notes. But the other part of the story is that every single one of your kids who's an adult has a business. Yep. And they didn't take our business. <laughs> they didn't. It's not just a clone of our, our selling lotion. I couldn't get anybody to do that yet. But I, yeah, they each have their own. You know, I had one that was selling um, his own knives. He was a bladesmith when he was 16. 
and he doesn't do, he has his own machine shop now. He's actually kind of moving into opening something up in Mexico. I mean, these, all of their things is it's everything I would learn. And my husband and we, we would learn together in the business. We would talk about it with the kids and they knew that, you know, if if it's Christmas time, it's going to be hustle time for us, but you're going to be making some good money to go, you know, do something with it. And I have a coder. I have a kid that like, even this, this is, these are Legos. Okay. (laughs) This whole setup, this microphone, everything in this little space right here is my 17 year old who has been doing podcast editing and sound design since he was 12. So he has, he's making money. He's ready to move out. Actually. I'm, I'm kind of going to be bummed when he takes all this stuff with him, but, but he's been doing that. And so, um, and, and then I have a daughter who's an illustrator. She just got a book. Um, she just had a book illustration done. She did illustrations for a book and had two books actually that she's got on Amazon now, but it's just, it's amazing what you can do. So it's not, you have to kind of get rid of the mom guilt by just involving the kids and let them know what you're doing. And your kids are all self-supporting. Like that's the amazing part because, you know, there's many of us that have had a 25 year old in our basement. Yeah. (laughs) So it really is quite an accomplishment. And I just, uh, you know, what, that you should be really proud. That's really great. So listen, thank you so much for being here. I really thank you. Thank you, Susan. Talk to you. It was great. So guys, head on over to the show notes. I'll put a, you'll see the uh, sales funnel so that you can see it. We'll have a video on the episode webpage. So you'll be able to see this interview and the screen, the screen share we did, but this works, doesn't it, Renee? Yeah. Yeah. Just do the, just do the work. Don't get distracted. And as you know, I overdo things too much. So just stick with it and stay in your lane and do it. And if you need some help, get a coach because yep. get one of the coaches if you're an inner circle member, because that changes everything too. That makes it a lot faster. Yeah. See you soon. Hey there. Are your sales a lot slower than you thought they would be? So frustrating. You know, you have a good product and you're just kind of stumped wondering what you're missing and what it's going to take before you'll get the sales you want every day. So I want to share a free workshop I made for you. Before you start making more changes on your website, I want you to take a little bit of time and watch this. Spend 40 minutes with me and you're going to see why you're not getting the sales that you want and you will be clear on what it is you really need to do to move the needle. I'm almost positive it's not changed something on your website. Head on over to thesocialsalesgirls.com forward slash sales every day and go have a watch. This is training from our inner circle. It's in our foundations unit. Our members get it right away and they leave feeling confident about their site, their product, their pricing, and they're ready to get on the path to success. I want to share that with you. So the URL is thesocialsalesgirls.com sales every day. I'll stick it in the show notes. See you soon.